Chicharito, el Chicharito, Chicharito, Chicharito. Ahí, ahí la tiene Torrado. Torrado la juega por abajo, el arquero sale, la tiene Gio. No hay arquero, no hay arquero, no hay arquero, no hay arquero. ¿Quién le pega? ¿Quién le pega? ¡Gio! Welcome to On The Penalty Spot, what an absolute um, cracking introduction that was. It's got to be in the top three at the moment, and we've only done four. That's passion right there, that's passion. Yeah, it's brilliant, brilliant. Um, Chicharito. Good player, little P. Did well, did well, Man United, didn't he? Yeah, he left Man United, became a split P. Um, yeah, nice. Well, <laughs> yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks, mate. We're done for the show, thanks, guys. <laughs> that's it, yeah, all done. Um, yeah, good player. I remember that um, backheader that he scored um, for Man United. You don't see many backheaders, but yeah, um, very, very underrated. He, he um, I guess he didn't really excel anywhere else, but United. Yeah, he did well there in terms of his cup forward. Did did well in the MLS. Yeah, um, MLS. Um, Everyone does well in the MLS, though, don't they? Bradley Wright Phillips is a top um, yeah, <laughs> top striker in MLS. If you're putting if you're putting players <laughs> in that caliber in that category, um, yeah, um, Altidore just signed for New England. Josie Josie. Yep. Yeah. So, terrible terrible in England for the unwashed and Hull as well. Definitely not prolific. No, definitely not. Um, but um Shakiri's in the MLS now as well. Douglas Costa. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Shakira's over there somewhere too. Shakira is. Oh, she's where where a PK is. Yeah, true. That's valid. Yeah. Yep. Gerard. Yep. Stephen Stephen Gerard PK. Yep. Stephen Gerard PK. PK chewing gum. Yeah, he was a good player, wasn't he? PK. Good player. Still is. Still is. Uh, he's, he's lost a bit. A little bit. A little bit, but not much. He's still better than... Uh, apparently, apparently, Ronaldo's lost a bit. But he has, hasn't he? Mm, I'm not sure. I was thinking about that today, actually. Is, um, on Twitter, it's, you know, Ronaldo's scored, he's ended his goal drought, but the critics don't think he's back. I'm like, why are you giving this bloke critics? <laughs> so, like, it, it, I think it's for me. It's just the English press. It's it's. He's held to a higher standard than everyone else, though. Yeah, but Messi hasn't got critics. He's only scored four goals. Yep. And missed a penalty. Yeah, he did this morning. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what bewilders me? Like, I think it's just English press, and I, I guess it derives from watching Fever Pitch on on Amazon. And that's um, you the know, show. Yeah, great show. And that Ruben Murdoch started in the Premier League, and and the press just trying to dig and batter these players and trying to bring them down to earth. And they did. Um, yeah, they did in, in, in any possible way and, and probably caused them a little bit of mental strain. Well, they killed um, Justin Fashionu when he came out as gay. Yeah. And he ended up killing himself. And that was a lot due to the um, media pressure. I was in England at the time. It's huge. Oh, yeah, massively. The, the media have no filter. Um, no. And no conscience at the no. same time. Nope. But, um, I did find a newspaper article quite amusing this morning um, <laughs> of old, old uh, Pickford T-Rex yeah. arms. Yep, getting into a fight. Well, yeah. his mates got into a fight. He didn't. There's no. We're not suggesting that Pickford broke the other guy's nose because his aunt, he couldn't reach no, anyway. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I think at the same time, mate, like if you're that, if you're a player of that caliber, your mates should carry themselves in the same manner as what you do, um, and the same with players. Like you, you're going to cop it. That's that's the, that's what you sign up for. Yeah, you know what you're getting into. You don't sign up for you know verbal and you know verbal abuse. You don't sign up for abuse of your family members you sign up for banter um that's just part of and criticism funny enough and the more you react the more you get yeah 100 as simple he, as that and he's copped it twitter's gone mad especially in the northeast it's fantastic it's absolutely i actually was speaking about the northeast i saw a really cool article um not a article really cool video of this um, unwashed fan and he's just in there and he's like he's pretty much got his hand um top of his face he's he's head in his hands and i'll send it to you and he's like Oh, Newcastle. He's decked out in Sunderland kit. Sunderland kit everywhere. And he's like, ah, oh, oh, shit, Newcastle. They've run three on the trot. They're out of the relegation zone. They're not going to get relegated. We're in mediocrity, struggling to get out of League One. He's like, Newcastle, richest club in the world. Ah, oh, shit. He just sits there and just shakes his head. He's like, ah. Oh, Oh, well done on beating Everton. It just closes. <laughs> I, I think they're coming to terms with that when hopefully not going down. Hopefully, I mean, there's still you know, there's a lot of football to be played. There's a lot of football to play. We just lost our best player. So. Yeah, so we'll kick it off there. So Premier League um, during the week, we'll, we'll start with our game because um, yeah, a fair few talking points here. With um, we're coming off two wins, so beating Leeds and then um, demolishing Everton. Hopefully, you're listening, Nick. Uh, 
absolute <laughs> thumping of a 3-1 futury. Um, but we've gone in that game against Villa. Um, pretty confident, to be honest. Well, I thought anyway. Um, one nil victory. We've actually conceded one goal in the last or well, handful of games. Um, and it was an own goal. Funny enough. So we've yeah. actually scored, scored all of them. Um, the biggest talking point out of this game, I guess, was it was probably three big talking points. So there's Trippier, Trippier's goal slash Trippier's broken foot, mm-hmm. uh, which is putting over six to eight weeks. Um, the continued emergence of Joel Linton um, and the lack of minutes for Bruno. I'm not too concerned about the lack of minutes of Bruno just yeah. yet. Where do you stand on that? that? If he doesn't start on Saturday against West Ham, what happened? Yeah, what's Bruno's thought process there? I think Bruno knows what he signed up for. You know, you, you, when he was initially linked with us, we weren't winning games. So you would have expected to come in. Nobody expects to walk into a winning team. You, you don't... I mean, we were under a good thing. That midfield three, John Joe, Joe, Joe Linton, the Triple J. There you go, the radio station. Hey. Shout out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on fire today. He needs um, MSN when you got Triple J. Exactly. Oh, not bad. So that's a tweet going out to your fifteen hundred followers and yeah. how, many, how many likes did you get the other day for you, Joe Linton? Oh, I think it's about four thousand one hundred at the moment. So is that all? I've only got um, I've only got Newcastle followers on my Instagram. And who's the famous face that's following you these days? Good old Keith Gillespie, you're a legend. What a player! Hasn't replied reply to my message yet, though. Ah, oh, that's all right. He's uh, he's just um, starstruck. Yeah. It's pretty funny, but um, yeah, now we got um, my T Rex. My T Rex one got got a fair bit, fair bit. Yeah, but the Dolans, and yeah, it's got a fair bit. Four, four and a half, four thousand four hundred. Yeah, it's a good picture. But go back to that. Um, the only one of the three that I can see dropping out will be Jonjo, um, only because his lack of mobility was sort of evident against Villa, um, especially with Jacob Ramsey and then Carney Chukwemeka coming on as well. You know, the young kids they're running rings around Shelby. Um, Shelby's only in there for his passing range which he hasn't really done. Um, he passes sideways. He hasn't passed forward for a while. He isn't getting any assists. He's not offering a whole lot. And it was pretty telling that Trippier was given the captain's armband over John Joe, whereas John Joe's always been, you know, the vice captain uh, whenever Lascelles hasn't played. Yeah. So I think if anyone's going to drop out, it'll probably be John Joe because Bruno sort of plays that John Joe role, but plays it better, um, yeah. more mobile, better passing range, better on the ball as well. Um, uh, and, probably, John... and probably better better defensively too. And, and on top of that, Willick, 100% um, pass completion. And he actually spent, he actually made more forward runs only second to ASM, which is pretty normal because the whole world's second to ASM. Pretty much, in, yeah. In, in running forward. So I think uh, Willick's coming to his own in the last two, three games. But that's, he's, that's he's the thing. Sensational. So Willick is attacking well, passing 100%. Joel Linton's making the most tackles. So they're almost undroppable. If you're just looking purely at stats, John Joe's John Joe's the one in firing line. Um, I think he'll start this week. I think Bruno will start on the bench again. I think Bruno gets 30 minutes regardless uh, of the score. I think Bruno does. Um, it's away from home as well, um, which and is West interesting. Informed, Jared Bowen absolutely on fire. This kid. Yeah, he'll play three months. Um, he'll be in the England squad. It's probably a good thing he didn't come to us under Bruce and under <laughs> Ashley. Um, yeah, he'd be in the championship. He's been on fire straight from Hull. He's, he's been absolutely um, banging in the goals and assisting for West Ham. And let's not forget that uh, he was a Steve Bruce find as well. Jared Bowen signed him when he was at Hull from uh, non-league. So yeah, he's done a few of those Steve Brooks. He has, he has. He's got an eye for talent. He does. So uh, he found Andy Robertson as well, brought him into Hull. Um, so yeah, we, we give Bruce shit. Um, we, we might even be meeting up with him next year, either in the Championship or oh, the Premier hopefully. League. I just looking at, I was just looking at um, some data at the moment. So there's a uh, which team is predicted to go down. So there's a little bit of a, a stat sheet here. And, um, they've got the current points, obviously not taking... They, they reckon we're going to finish on 35. We're going to be safe. Burnley going to be relegated with Watford and Norwich. Norwich being last. They believe Burnley's going to end up on 33. That's too close for my liking. Yeah, it's too close. Um, way too close. Um, and relegation um, probabilities, 87% for Norwich, 80% for Watford, only 50% for Burnley, 38% for us. I think Brentford's in more trouble than what this graph tells me. Brentford are on 24 points with, we have two games in hand on Brentford. Brentford have a tough game this week and then they play us. If they lose to us, they're in a lot of trouble. Mm. So did that graph say that we're going to finish on 35 and Burnley on 33? That's correct. So last game of the season is us versus Burnley. So are they saying we're going to beat Burnley or we're going to draw? draw. 
Oh, or they they beat us, but we're already too far ahead. Hopefully they've beaten us. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we're on 35 and they're on 30, and then we don't worry yeah, about it. that's fine. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Because yeah. that last could, game could be huge. I'm not watching it. I could watch it. Oh, I'm watching it. I'll watch through, it. Through my hands, but I'll be yeah, watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put, I'll put my... Uh, my pasta strainer over my head. <laughs> watch, watch, it watch it like Kanye. Kanye, Kanye watched yeah. the Super Bowl. Through yeah, that, uh... exactly, exactly like Kanye <laughs> with, a stock, with a stocking over his head. Yeah, um, yeah but that worries me a bit. Um, but, mate, Jollington. Jollington's got to be one of the best, one of the best transformations of, you know, let's just say the last five to eight seasons. Um, probably because my brain can't think further than that, you know, Further, further back than that, but mate, he's gone from a forty million pound absolute flop of a striker, which we we chatted on the cast about, you know, the Newcastle flops, and he was he was almost number one. How, how, how could he not be? Is that record yeah. record record signing? Record record. Oh, careful! Oh, bigado! There you Good save. Good save. Um, so so yeah, forty million pound record signing. Um, couldn't hit a barn door. Scored pretty much on debut against Tottenham. Tripped over and ball went in the net. Um, what what bewilders me is, you know, yeah, Bruce has an eye for talent. Didn't have knowledge of talent of what Jolins can do. How's come in? How, how has Eddie Howe come in and go, all right, you're not a striker. You're not a inside forward. You're going to play a box-to-box midfielder role and destroy people. Like, Good coaching. Yeah, it's literally he must have seen something um, that we haven't seen. We, we knew he's good aerially. You know, he wins a lot, and he's quite a physical player. He holds the ball up pretty he well. Can, yeah, yeah, probably better than Wood at the minute. Um, yeah. But obviously, in training, he's obviously. Seen, but he, he, John Linton's got a bit of that Musa Dembele about him, where he's fantastic in training, but doesn't always replicate it on the pitch. Mm. Um, you know, you ask any ex Spurs player or even Belgian player who's the best player you play with, they always say Musa Dembele. You, even Sean Longstaff's interview saying in training games, if you're on Joel Linton's team, you're happy because you're going to win. Yeah. So Joel Linton must be trained the house down. Obviously, Howe and Tyndall have seen something there as well in him. Uh, but it's interesting because, you know, Rafa didn't want him. Um, he was supposed to sign and Rafa said, no, I, I don't want him. I remember um, that. I remember yeah. that clearly. And then, and then and Bruce came in and went straight back for him. Yeah. And then Bruce is just a yes man anyway. So it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take him. Didn't know what to do with him. Obviously at Hoffenheim, he played out on the left. Um, I guess he had a decent amount of success, but he was his never, stats, he was never prolific. His, stat, his stats were actually better than Bobby Firmino at Hoffenheim. Yeah, but he was in the, same, in the same role. He's, he's, but then he came to us and like, all right, here's a number nine jersey, forty million pounds record signing. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure, and it sort of reminded me when we signed Emmanuel Riviere as well. You know, he was only meant to be signed as a backup to develop, but he ended up being our starting striker and flopped. And we've had a lot of you know strikers that just haven't been able to sort of live up to it um, over time. But the transition to midfield, I, I don't really remember too many other strikers that have transitioned no, I to... I don't remember any of them. Alan Smith is the only one that comes to mind. Yeah, but that's probably because he slowed down. Well, only because his, his ankle, you know, his yeah. leg was pointing one way and his ankle so was pointing to Hong gone, Kong. He's gone from Leeds and, and United playing up front to playing in the midfield for... The only thing, you know, I think of Dwight York leaving the Premier League going to Sydney FC. Or yeah. Rooney's dropping deeper and, you know... Rooney's and, a good and, one there. And at, at Everton, but... That's at the end of their career. That's the decline, exactly. Jolington's not even at his peak of his career, and he's dropping back into the midfield, and he's providing um, a range of passing. He's providing, you know, he's combative. He's got um, a great timing sense of tackles. He can intercept. He's, at, he's got more tackles per game than any yeah. other player in the Premier League. It's crazy considering you've got, you know, Ndidi and Kante and, you know, yeah. proper defensive midfielders, yeah. tackling midfielders in the league. It's great. It's his attitude as well, Joel. It's, it's saved us a striker. I mean, Australia saved us signing another player. Yeah, it is, a, it is a new player. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I mean, I'm delighted. We love him. Uh, yeah. You know, he's gone from being a joke a, figure to a cult hero. He's a cult hero. He, he's number one on the team sheet. Him and it would be Trippier number one, and Joel number two. Speaking right. of Trippier, good segue. Um, six weeks out, broken metatarsal. You caught it straight away, Doctor yep. Luke. Yes. Um, APL physio. There you go. We will miss him. Harvey Mankio can do a job. Um, if proven fit, I do believe we're in a little bit of trouble if Harvey Mankio is not fit for West Ham. Um, so you just call him Dave Harvey Mankio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not Harvey Mankio, it's Harvey Mankio. Harvey Mankio. All right, okay. Yeah. 
so um, much better. I think, can, yeah, I think we're in a little bit of trouble there. He's a leader. He's just still going to be able to lead, but he won't be able to lead vocally on the pitch. I can see him sitting in the dugout in his boot. I, I can see it 100%. The impact he's had, not on the pitch, but just in the dressing room as well. Um, you know, we, we're lucky we get Matt Target back this week, so Mankio can go back to his more natural right-back position. I'm excited about that. He was great. But to be fair, Emil Kraft actually did okay when he came on. He was, especially going forward, he, he did all right. He got caught up a little he bit defensively. Little bit, yeah. Yeah, defensively, especially with the disallowed goal. You're going to with you know Coutinho flying down that left hand side and Bailey coming on late with pace and exactly. But you know they know their limitations. Um, So we're definitely going to miss Trippier, uh, especially his set piece delivery as well, Um, because that's another thing where John Joe is in trouble. He's not taking set pieces anymore. It's Fraser and it's Trippier. Um, Fraser, geez, that's for another cast. That's for over the wall. Um, Yeah. Without, you know, I guess we'll move on without making this a proper Newcastle United uh, United cast. Yeah, there's 19 other teams in the Premier League, I guess. Is it? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Mm, sweet, didn't even know that. 91 uh, professional teams and one unwashed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve, if you're listening, even though he doesn't even know my name. Shout out to Steve. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. What a cracker that was. That made my day, that one. That was yeah, good. That was... Um, that was rather um, sensational. You yes. Would, you would have no one to turn up to your bucks. <laughs> You'd have three people. As soon as I dropped in the message, like, it's for Hacho. And they're like, yeah. oh, lucky, oh. You, lucky you said that. <laughs> yeah, the first person message back was Leon. Because yep. Leon, yeah, he's like, I'm in. Yeah, but shout then, out to Leon. Yeah, shout out to Dan as well and the rest of you boys. You yep. got some, uh, you got to learn Hacho's first name. Um, <laughs> mate, United, United struggling. They, they had a draw with St. Anton, albeit St. Anton, pretty good side. And then beating um, Brighton this morning, 2-0. Ronaldo finally scoring. Cracking goal, by the way. It was. Um, absolutely cracking goal. Missed the absolute sitter. Um, was probably unselfish when he should have been selfish in laying off to, to um, Fernandez. But are these critics, Are these, uh, is the criticism warranted for, you know, for arguably the greatest player of all time? I think, yeah, I, I, you can't go, what was it, six games or something? Or I can't remember how many games it was without scoring a goal. Yeah. Um, you know, the amount of money he's paid, <sighs> the profile that he brings, um, I know he attracts the defenders, you know, but that should make space for other people. But something's not clicking at Man United, and I don't mm. think the dressing room is has bought into what Ralph Rennick is, is bringing. Um, I don't think Ronaldo likes him. I'll be brutally no, honest I, with you. I don't either. You can, you can look at Ronaldo's work rate. There was another graph that came out today and they're talking about players' work rate on and off the ball and shots and, and yep. he's last. Yeah, that was always that was one of the criticisms when Rangnick was appointed because it demands strikers. You defend from up front. Yeah. And it you know, your, your strikers are supposed to press high up. That's never been Ronaldo's game. It never has. Um but I think Ronaldo's bigger than Rangnick at the minute. And from what reports I'm hearing is they want Pochettino uh, to take over. I read some quotes from Paul Merson the other day that I agree with. Why do no, they want... I actually don't like Paul Merson. I think he's an I don't either. I, I don't. human, but I but, think I think I know what you're going to say, so play on. Yeah, I just he said, why, why do they want Pochettino so bad? He's never won the Champions League. You know, He took Spurs to third, and he, he lost the French the, League last year. He hasn't won the French League for two years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he lost two French leagues. Yeah, yeah, it's it's almost harder to lose the French league when you're it is hard. managing it's hard PSG. To, it's hard to lose, yeah. So when you have Neymar, why, why do they want him? Yeah. Why, why do they want him? And I've said from the start, I don't think Pochettino is a great fit. I think Eric Ten Hag, um, not with Overmars, obviously, now, um, but Eric Ten Hag is is the man to take over. That's that's what I've said. And Donny van der Beek will be hoping you know, that Ten Hag comes in. Mm. Because Donny van der Beek's doing well at Everton, proving that he should really be... He played be... very well. He played very well the other day in their, in their win over Leeds. Great win. Great Leeds, win. Leeds have conceded a lot of goals. They do that, though. They're very much... They, they play basketball. It's just attack, defence, attack, defence. It's, it's um, Boston. It's... It, no, Boston can defend. Yeah, we can. Best yeah. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to Celtics. Ando's a big Celtics fan. I know he'll be listening as yes. well. Yes. Yeah, good. Uh, so, but that's the thing with um, with Man United. You know, they got a good win this morning. That'll paper over the cracks slightly, but it wasn't a fantastic performance. 
No, I don't think he's been a good performance since he's you know since he's come in. I think he's been sloppy. He's been disjointed. Um, they've been lazy. You, you've seen Rashford off the ball, not running. Seen Ronaldo not running. Ronaldo. I think Ronaldo's cr- criticism is somewhat warranted. I think it's. I wouldn't say it's harsh. I believe you know his record kind of speaks for himself. But the fact that he actually he's missed easy chances and he's not working hard off the ball. If he had someone like John Lindgren's work rate off the ball, he would be probably forgiven. Um, but because he's not carrying himself in that regard, it's, it's a little bit hard. Um, you know, I wouldn't have, so I wouldn't say it's a little bit hard. It's a little bit easy for the critics to, to jump on his back. So now we're saying Ronaldo needs to be a bit more like Joe Linton. Yeah, no, J7, <laughs> not R7. That's yeah, it, J7. Uh, Spurs are shit. Um, yeah. That Wolves 2-0, Conte's come in, taken a job which he believed was going to be easier. Um, you know, Andy... One of our mates, Newcastle fan, he's he's a he's very vocal about um, his dislike for Conte and the fact that he you know put, turned down Newcastle because all he can do is manage teams that win, and he's absolutely laughing that he's uh, landed at Spurs who are much worse than what he thought they were. Um, that's probably for me. He Conte's quotes coming out and saying that this team is not as good as what I thought they were, and they need a lot of work. It's a complete. I know we could come back to Newcastle and. You know, we could all beat, we could still go down. It's a complete U-turn. You look at someone like Eddie Howe, it's like, all right, sweet, this is my team. How can I make this team better? How can I work within, you know, my realm, within my barriers and get the best and squeeze the best out of my players? Whereas Conte's done the complete opposite. Just contrasting personalities as well. Eddie Howe's naturally an optimist, I think. Conte doesn't come across that way. Mm. Um I was surprised Conte took the Spurs job because Daniel Levy is not the type of owner that Conte wants or needs. Conte needs money spent. Um, Conte, Levy can does. Only, Conte can only manage the top tier side that's challenging for the title. Same can be said for Zidane. You know, they haven't been proved yeah. elsewhere. No, um, no one has. Same can be said, oh, Pep as well. I know Pep's, yeah. Pep's phenomenal. And I'm sure wherever Pep goes, he's going to do well. Um, because he's yeah, but it's the same. Some that's I guess that's probably why Rafa's Rafa was held in high regard in, in you know up north. Yeah, because he took that chance, took a and, risk. Yeah, and albeit his football sucked. Um, so the results driven industry. Yeah, exactly. So he, you know, he staved his off relegation, did well, um, struggled at Everton, but um, I mean the circumstances never weren't set up for him to be successful at Everton. Name right? a name a manager that's not try to manage a top team that used to manage a top tried team. or never got the opportunity to i wouldn't say never got the opportunity no no actually managed a top team but then obviously that would never manager that managed a top team and dropped down for a challenge drop down for a challenge um oh let's have a look I'm trying to think recent years um brendan rogers was at liverpool then went down yeah. obviously he's at leicester now i yeah. uh, went to celtic leicester um, probably the first one that comes off the top of my head. Uh, Roy Hodgson was at Liverpool, you know, went to Palace, um, and now he's gone to Watford. So yeah, but for me, Roy, Roy Roy Hodgson's probably that's his level. If that makes yeah. sense, I think he landed at Liverpool quite luckily. But you look at Jose Mourinho, did dominated at Porto, went to Chelsea, did well, went to Inter, did well, went to Real Madrid, did well, went to United, actually did well. So that they probably should have kept him. Um, you know, he, he's struggling a little bit at Roma, but the, the most of them are top tier clubs. You look at Pep, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, City. Um, you look, you look at these style of managers that they that they don't. Obviously, you know, you got you want to work at a top job, but for me, does that reek a fear of losing or an? You know, it's obviously an addiction to winning, but is that a fear of ruining your reputation by going to a mid table to a bottom table team and getting found out that you may not be as good as what you are? A lot of it is. A lot of it is. Um, Andre Vias Boas, you know, he went to Russia. Sven Joran Eriksson went to Notts County yeah. <laughs> when they signed Sol Campbell, when they, for some stupid reason, had a little bit of money and that lasted about three months. Um, but a lot of it is just a fear. Um, Rafa took a, took a punt um, on us. Uh, no one really wanted to touch us. You know, only the Steve Bruce's, the Mark Hughes's, the Sam Allardyce's, the yeah. Alan Kerbishley's, the Alan Pardew's, you know, your, your, your mid-table mediocrity uh, managers, you know, the, the, the West Broms of managers, basically. They were the only ones that wanted to touch us. Um, I just don't... I mean, Mourinho is on the decline, I think, unfortunately. I think he's done himself no favours uh, in the last years. Obviously, we're big fans of Mourinho on here. 
and I, I would have liked to have seen him at Newcastle at some stage, but not anymore. I'm pretty comfortable with um, with Eddie Howe and his attitude, the style of football that we're playing. Yeah, Conte won't last long at Spurs, and it was pretty telling that he only signed an 18 month contract as well. So I don't think yeah, he's there for the long haul. It's it's funny how these managers, you know, they they chop and change a lot. There's no longevity. I you know Pep's been there for a while. Arsene Wenger, uh, Klopp will hold on for a few more years, but there's no longevity here. I you know I love the fact that Alex Ferguson was around for a long time. Arsene Wenger was around for a long time. Yep. Um, you know, managers are such. Yeah, I like the fact that Brendan Rodgers is hanging around at Leicester. I think David Moyes will be at West Ham for a long time. I don't think he's going to leave West Ham, to be honest. Um, you know, there's something I suggested many times on Twitter and to you is that Eddie Howe has an opportunity to be Newcastle's manager for the next 10 seasons. Yeah, I commend Arsenal. Arsenal could have easily got rid of Arteta, especially after going 0-3, you know, at the start of the season. Um, it was doomsday. Um the, the knives were out, but Arsenal they held firm. And they Arteta, just, they did that without when the professor came in, when Arsene Wenger came in. Who is this? No one knew who he was. Yeah. Uh, you've been managing Japan. They don't have football in Japan. J- football J- shit in Japan. He didn't even know who he was. Yeah, he I know. To, he had to say patches on his elbows on his jacket, <laughs> just like when Homer ruined two perfectly good jackets. He did. Oh, shout out to Homer. What um, so back to the subject. Um, Leicester West End. We touched briefly on Joe Bone. Absolute fire. Um, plenty of mistakes at the back there. Yeah, he'll um, be in the England squad. Yeah, Jared Bowen, hundred yeah, percent, absolute class. Got an assist. A ugly goal by Craig Dawson off his um shoulder head. Oh, yeah. sh- show me a pretty Craig Dawson goal. Yeah, they yeah, don't so, exist. Show me a get Craig Dawson goal except for the weekend, which <laughs> uh, is pretty funny. Um, but as yeah, as we touched on, um, United, uh, Liverpool, ugly win against Burnley. We needed that. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. And so did Liverpool as well, because that's a banana skin, that game. Um, Fabinho, where, where's these goals come from? Yeah, just... He doesn't trickling, score goals. Trickling through. He's, he's, he needs to find his place in the Brazilian, in the Brazilian side. That's probably why. So, um, yeah, because he's not he's not starting for Brazil, is he? No, nah, it's Casemiro, Paquette and Fred at the moment. Surely he gets him ahead of Fred on mm, form. Fred's actually been playing very well for Brazil. He's one of those players that has been doing well for country, but... He's, I wouldn't say mediocre, he's, he's average slash good for his club side. But yeah. for his country, he, he excels, he kills it. A bit like Miggy. Miggy, yeah. But is that because Fred's being held up by the players around him at Brazil? That's because he's got Casemiro around him and he's got Paqueta and he's got, you know, Danny Alves and Thiago Silva and McKinnis behind him. Yeah. Not, thought... not, not Lindelof and Harry Maguire. It's a bit like, <laughs> we, a bit like we discussed about, um, yeah, Paul Pop. Why, why does Paul Pogba look so good in a French uniform? Right, yeah. You're like, he's got Kante. Yeah, it's true. It's, he has uh, faith in Instead them. of McTominay. Yeah. I'm interested to see what happens with Pogba at the end of the season as well. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think he'll sign a pre-contract anywhere. I think players are doing that less and less now. Um, yeah, I, quite, I quite like that they're, they're staying until the end of the season and then make himself, you know... Uh, you know Wait until the end of the season. They're I a free guess, agent. I guess in the back of their head, they've, they've probably decided where they want to go. I dare say Mbappe knows what he's doing. Yeah, he didn't do himself, uh, endear himself to Real Madrid fans this morning. Uh, we'll touch base on that very <laughs> soon. But um, I believe he knows where he's going. But at the same time, if he doesn't sign, he could also do a, do a U-turn without criticism and um, without regret. Um, City, big win over Norwich. Standard, really, uh, for City there. Sterling, hat-trick. Perfect hat-trick. Right foot, yeah. left foot, header. We missed the, missed the penalty on purpose. Yeah, so he could um, score with his left foot, yeah. 100 goals for City. <laughs> Yeah, they're just a juggernaut, mate. They're just a juggernaut. They just no, don't stop. Hundred goals for Sterling. Yeah, I know. It's just—it's crazy. It's phenomenal. Like, and the amount of abuse he copped early in his career as well. Um, and obviously, when he left Liverpool, he was under a lot of scrutiny. I think it's like 40, 50 million pounds. Yeah, he's—he's he's he's doing well. He's, he's been—he's been around forever, but he's still young because he started what QPR when he was like sixteen yeah, or, or something. An absolute crack today over um, you know Lisbon five 0 victory in the Champions League. Um, yeah, they've got. Yeah, just just trying to think. He scored Agüero. Agüero scored more goals, and there's someone else, and that was it. For Man City. No, no, sorry, apologies. For Pep, there's three players that have scored a hundred or more goals for Pep. Number one is Messi. Yeah, I was going to say Messi. <laughs> number two is Agüero. Number three is Sterling. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's in the, the players that Pep's managed. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, 
Yep, Watford um, losing 2-0 to Brighton. Results definitely went our way. Uh, Brentford drew. They still haven't won since I said they're going to lose, which is great. Um, and they're on the absolute slide. Goodbye, Brentford. Um, and Everton, big win over the league. They needed that. They played really well. Yeah, um, that could, that was a completely different Everton than the term. They didn't even turn up against us, really. Um, Anthony Gordon. Yeah. Anthony Gordon is one of the most exciting young players in the Premier League. I, I love watching him play. And he's young. And he's a local lad as well. He's uh, he is. And I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, Michael Keane and Seamus Coleman, first goal in God knows how long. Uh, another player, seems like he's been around forever. He has to be one of the best value for money signings in Premier League history. Oh, I think easily. he's... He's signed for fifty thousand pounds or something. He, he, he's almost a absolute given for most fantasy teams um, when when fit. Yeah, and probably one of the most underrated players going around as well in the Premier League. Just Mister Consistency. Yeah, um, he sort of falls in that bracket with like an Aaron Hughes. Um, you know, that were around forever, um, and just never really got the accolades that they deserved. Yeah, yeah, so true. Um, they did really well. I'm just going back to Brentford here because I like to harp on about this. You do. You, you like to hammer the point home. Yeah. Arsenal this week, they lose. Okay. Newcastle the week after, they lose. But then they play Norwich away and Burnley at home. I would love for Brentford to pick up six points. <laughs> yeah. We need them to, yeah. but... <laughs> or they could draw and then they're still in trouble. Because we, right. we have two games in hand on Brentford. If they lose and... They're three points clear of us, right? With two games in hand. Even if we haven't played our two games in hand and we beat them, we will be equal on 24 points with two games in hand on Brentford, which is massive. So that drags them into, into trouble. People laughed at me when I said they're in trouble and nah, they're not going in trouble. A few mates I spoke and I'm like, they're one of the most, for me anyway, the most overrated sides in the Premier League. I mean, the early, the start of the season, they were sort of getting results based off the atmosphere and the novelty. But everyone um, does that. A team comes up and they tend to do that early on. You look at it, Leeds last year. Yeah. The issue I see with Brentford is they don't have a plan B. And once you figure out how to combat their plan A, they don't have an alternative. And Ivan Tony hasn't scored the goals that they expected. But in good news for Brentford, Ericsson played a reserve game yeah. today, this morning, which was fantastic. Do quite well. So I think he's actually targeting the game against us. Um, Brentford's run home is probably as disgusting as ours. So they, Arsenal, and then they play us. Hopefully they lose. Then you know Norwich, Burnley, but then they have Leicester, Chelsea, West Ham. They've got a little Watford in there. Then Spurs, United, Southampton, Everton, Leeds. I I can see them winning two games. I can see them ends up on thirty points. You don't think we'll get any draws? They might. Let's say thirty-three points. Okay. It it yeah. I think 30, 34, 35 points is probably going to be the uh, the benchmark for survival this season. I do believe that, yeah. Whereas, you know, we've got West Ham, Brentford, we've got Brighton, which I think we can do. Chelsea will probably lose 16-0. Um, then we've got Palace at home, Spurs away, which I'm okay with. Wolves at home, which I'm okay with. Leicester at home, which I'm okay with. Norwich away, and then we get Liverpool, City, Arsenal back-to-back. And Burnley. Like, better be safe by then. One, two, three. We need to be nine points clear with four games to go to be safe. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm concerned for Burnley as well. I'm pretty sure Burnley are gone. They've only won one game all season, but they've drawn 11. Yeah, they've got they've, their goal difference is quite low as well. They're just not scoring and they're not conceding. Yeah, I mean, it's probably it's probably never happened. The team that's last after 21 games has only conceded 29 goals. I mean, that's a like that's a good defensive record. I mean, it, yeah, I know they've played game. they've played a few games less than everyone else, but. They've conceded the same amount of goals as Spurs. They've conceded fewer than Man United, fewer than West Ham, uh, fewer than Leicester have been awful in defence this season. But it's just putting goals in the back of the net and they haven't scored many and we took their one player that did score. And I think Vut Vekos got injured as well um, the other day. So I don't know how long he's out for. Oh, you're devastated. Um, Heartbroken. Yeah, because you know, I don't know how long he's going to be out for actually, but... Um, yeah, if they lose him, that's um, that's massive. Because Ashley Ashley Barnes is not going to be um, it's not going to score the goals to keep them up. No, well, at the moment Chris Wood's not, but lucky we're we're picking them up somewhere else. We've got to try and find some goals. That's not a free kick um, and not trippy bound. Um, yep. hey, Champions League, a little bit exciting. Um, Man City five sporting a zip. Um, Bernardo Silva just on an absolute another planet. This bloke 
he's playing great football this season. I think um, Pep said he's one of very few players in the world that understands the game. I go one better. Pep described him as the perfect player. Well, there you go. Doesn't get any better than that. And this is coming from the guy that's managed Messi. Mm. Uh, so he's pretty much first name on the team sheet these days. Um, you know, he came in and everyone, like, we, we knew he was good, good player. Mm. Did well at Monaco in the, in, in the prime. But he's done, he's, he's, he's taken to the next level. Mm. You know, some players go to big teams and they plateau. That's, that's, their, that's their ceiling. But under the coaching of Guardiola, Guardiola's made him a better player. He was already world-class, but now he's literally one of the elite players um, in world football. He's only 27. That's the scary thing. City's not an old squad. Um, the, yeah, uh, you just have to admire Guardiola and the, the job he's done. David Silver replacement. Literally, yeah. But yeah, same that. Yep, same that. Maybe there's going to be two statues as Bernardo and a David, and they could just blend him into one. Yeah. And then Bernardo, Dave, and David, and then just keep one silver there. Just one silver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you tweet that. You, you get the following. You get the traction mm, online. I don't think that one's going to work, to be honest. <laughs> um, good idea. Not with that attitude. We'll, we'll, go with the, we'll go with the Triple J. Yeah, Triple J's good. Triple J one was great. Um, And then PSG, Mbappe, leaving it late. Absolute um, peach of a finish. Neymar's come back from, from his ankle injury. Um, he'd been out for a while, a little bit longer than six to eight weeks. Um, and come back, a little back heel. And then Mbappe, it's not made Courtois, who saved the penalty earlier from Messi. Great. Courtois played well. Yeah, played very well. Um, Mbappe played well. He causes a lot of people trouble. He's, he's just stupidly quick. And then Neymar's come out and said that... Um, Varati is probably one of the best centre midfielders he's seen and played with in his career, which is a pretty big shout. It's a massive shout. Um, I was introduced to Varati several years ago by Leon, who used to always sign him on Football Manager. Yeah. Um, so Leon discovered Varati. So he also gonna... signed Freddie Freddie grow in when we were Freddie playing. Freddie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About fifteen years past his prime, but yeah, yeah he's got his favourites. Uh, yeah, Freddie Guarini is still a free agent now. I nearly signed him for my Wanderers team yeah, on FM. Great, great um, yeah, um, Varadis is a no-nonsense kind of player. He's no frills. He doesn't really do anything that's going to attract the headlines. But he's sort of like a Jorginho-type player. He's just... Yeah. It, everything revolves. It goes through him. Everything good that happens at PSG goes through Varadi. Who wins the Champions League? I think we discussed this on many episodes ago. Yeah, I said... I think the- I remember who I said, but... I- <laughs> Yeah, I said uh, my, sure. my smoky was Ajax. Um, yeah, I said that because sure. I just I love the way they're playing. Um, Ten Hag's got them playing fantastic. Um, He's seen like nine goals this season. Killing it. And yeah, yeah and Sebastian Allaire and Dushan Tadic, Anthony. Man, this is, the, the attacking quality is fantastic there. And uh, Gravenberch as well, centre mid. Mm, Ajax, good chat then. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I actually backed Ajax on, um, I think I got on at $13 or $15. Um, but I think this might be City's year, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. I think it's City's year. I think I think PSG knock out Real Madrid. I think so as well. Yeah. I think Real Madrid don't do much. I think it's just it's just they're gonna have to chase the game. And when you got players that Neymar will be fit, Messi will be fit, Mbappe, Messi going back to Bernabeu, that's sensational. The bloke's gonna score a hat trick and just stand still, take his shirt off and hold his shirt up against the crowd. You can only score in Spain. Yeah, well there you go. <laughs> maybe um, yeah, maybe they should play a neutral venue. Yeah, just yeah, play um all the games at home in um, Spain. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's City City or PSG um, for me. With I I like the Ajax as, as a smoky. I can't I can't, kind of wanted Ajax to, to make that final when um, Spurs lost or Spurs sorry Spurs beat them and then lost the final. I would have much rather see Ajax in the final. I've always had a soft spot for Ajax ever since that mid nineties team. You know, Clive and De Boer, Laudrup, Bergkamp, Kanu, Reisiger, oh, great team, Van der Sar. Oh. Mm. Davids, yeah. Davids. Speaking of um, Dutch PSV, about to pick up um, Savio, young Brazilian right winger. Uh, Man City are going to sign him directly from Football Manager and slot him <laughs> and send him straight to PSV. I absolutely love the model of sending players to, you know, to Holland because what they did back in and it started with Romario. A lot of people don't know Romario went to PSV first before he ducked over to Barcelona. And then Ronaldo did exactly the same, and they're absolutely dominant. Romario's goal screening record is very underappreciated. He's good for fun. His goal to game ratio is Messi and Ronaldo esque. 
but it was the most <laughs> laziest thing to walk on the walk on the earth. Absolutely. No, you, you're exactly right. And you're right with a shout there, sending them to Holland. It's fantastic. You know, Man United used to send all their players to Royal Antwerp in Belgium, um, to tell them to develop there. Chelsea have the um, agreement, I think, Vitesse, uh, Vitesse yeah. Arnhem. Newcastle will do the same. Uh, five to ten years' time, we'll have um, a feeder club there, but like a heron vein. Or... Speaking about this, um, one of our one of my mates, Dan Dan Potter, um, one of the world's fittest humans, big Newcastle fan, born in Newcastle actually. Oh, shout um, out, Dan! And um, literally just sent me a message on Instagram now. Headline reads: Newcastle will win the league before Man United. Newcastle win the league. Many pundits have given their opinion that Newcastle win the league before Man United do again. What, will we win the championship? Or <laughs> let's yeah. stay in the league first before we even start thinking about things like that. But, you know, if we stay up, the summer's going to be exciting. Uh, it really is. But Man United are in a massive decline. Um, I, I don't see Man United winning anything for, for quite a while. Ronaldo might leave in the summer. Obviously, we know what's going on with Mason Greenwood, so we rule him out. Um, Cavani's probably on his way out as well. Yeah, Pogba Mason might Greenwood, be on the way out. Mason Greenwood loses his, uh, you know, Legal battles. Legal battles. From a business perspective, you you know to lose out on a hundred million dollar transfer. Easily. Yeah. It's massive. Oh, sorry, hundred million pound transfer. Um it's essentially two hundred million pounds because you've got to replace it and it's gonna yeah. cost money because he came yeah. from the academy. So yeah, exactly. So with that, not only that, what uh, one of my clients said to me a funny thing, and we're talking about fever pitch and that they they reckon if the money in the Premier League back then had it been the same as it is today so with the cities and the chelsea's and you know um potentially you know let's say the newcastles now if we stay up they that they were saying that the the history of man united would not have existed if that makes sense they'll always have it's interesting the city clubs and the chelsea clubs would have obviously developed and bought and there would have been more of a diverse, more of a variety of winners as opposed to United dominating for so long. United had the money to dominate if they wanted, but they they brought from within. So I, I still think United would have been there. You can't discount Sir Alex. You know, the quality of managers back then in the Premier League probably weren't up, uh, as good as they are now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I still think Man United sort of would have always been up there. It's always one of those debates, you know. This it's versus, fun. This area versus those area and, and whatnot. So we, we, yeah. we always we always look at the past through rose tinted glasses. You know, it's nostalgia. You know, we've got a soft spot for it. We grew up watching it. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to say a present day player is generally better than an old one because I've got True. nostalgic feelings for, you know, David Ginola. You know, it's much better than Gareth Bale. It's not even a question, right? Like, all right. I'm going to give you a question. I'm going to give you one after this as well. All who, right? wins your, who wins your open league? The open leagues are really open. Uh, hmm. Europa. You got Barcelona. You got Napoli. You got Dortmund. Yeah, I um, don't. I don't think Dortmund. Atlanta. Red Bull. I mean Porto. Sevilla. Funny enough. Yeah, Sevilla always win it. But I'm probably going to lean towards maybe a Porto. I'm going to. I'm going for Porto. Yeah. Um. Just got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably go Porto, but I mean, you can't rule out Sevilla. Um, they're Europa specialists. Yeah, I think so. And I think PSV win the, um, whatever that other thing. <laughs> the Euro- yeah, the conference, you know, the Europa Conference League. It's a waste of football. The old uh, Cup Winners' Cup back in the day. It was right. useless on a Thursday evening. All right, let's um, let's fly through this real quick and then we'll um, get into some questions that people have... Uh, people have thrown at us. Thrown at us. But we have um, this week, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, you got three, two seconds to answer each one. <laughs> West Ham, Newcastle, go. Uh, draw. Arsenal, Brentford. Arsenal. Villa, Watford. Villa. Brighton, Burnley. A Brighton. A Brighton. Pa- Palace, Chel- Palace, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Liverpool, Norwich. Liverpool. 6 0. Southampton, Everton. Uh, Southampton. City, Tottenham. City. 4 0. <laughs> There we go. 6-0 Liverpool in the City 4-0. What's that pain? Uh, we'll put on in a moment. Leeds and go- Man United. Uh, I'm going to go draw in that one. 1-0 one Leeds. And Wolves-Leicester. I'll go board draw. Yeah, nil or. Yeah. All right, let's do that very quick. Let's put those four games on. 
and we're going to go into or just very quickly while you bring up your questions. Yep. And uh, we should really play some background music for people are listening. <laughs> no, you can sing if you want, mate. I can sing. Da, 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 da. I can sing. Right, we need to find Troy, Troy McClure. We need to find soccer. No, you don't. It's football, it's mate. Under S on this. Yeah, it's wrong. I've already um, put a complaint in. So. Yeah, so fair. Yeah, it's football. All right, so fair. All right, here we go. United Kingdom. Premier League, we have, oh, West Ham are $1.60. We're five bucks versus West Ham. Yeah, I, I honestly don't see us winning. Um, no, I don't either. Draw is um, probably generous, to be honest. Yeah, which is, which is, which is fair. All right, so we're going to get a correct score here. <laughs> Four we're gonna, not going to need to win Powerball 80 million tomorrow. We're just going to get this multi, aren't we? Four zip. All right, City. Liverpool. Well, they're paying like $1.10 or something. Exactly. A yeah. dollar ten, Liverpool. I don't even think there's a six nil option. Yeah, yeah others twenty six bucks. That's, that's short for six nil. Yeah, it is. Um, City. What did I said Leeds one nil. Yeah, you said Leeds one nil. Yeah, I said draw, but that's all right. I'll hold you accountable. It'll probably be a bloody draw and we'll lose it. Could hedge right. our bet. We could hedge our bets. And then what was the other one? I got a four nil. Four nil. Oh, and we got a draw at the end. We got a nil all with Watford and Leicester. Um, with Wolves Watford. Leicester. Wolves Leicester. Yep. Uh, correct score zero zero eight fifty. That's juicy, actually. Right, so this is going to pay off. <laughs> we'll be ninety two thousand dollars richer off two bucks. Two dollars from our sponsors. Yep. Mm, let's Use our sponsorship money on it. Let's put five on it. So what's that? Two hundred fifty grand or something? We'll put, yeah, I'd rather put five on it, lose five, and then <laughs> obviously if I get it right and it's we win ninety two, I'd much rather win two hundred thirty two thousand. Well, why not just chuck ten on? No, let's just <laughs> bet wise. So bet wise, okay. right? Yeah, gamble responsibly. Yeah, there we go. Message there's from Joel Kane. There's the multi for the week. Done. Oof, it's juicy. Sick. I'm excited. We'll be out in the first leg, but it'll be fun. You never know. It'll be great. 232,000. Yeah. Was it 11.30 Saturday night with the first game? 116, 116 grand each. Yeah, sorry. I could, yeah, we can do something with that. Yeah. We'll get Martin Tyler and pay him to, to do an intro for us. Yeah, there he goes 120. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right, go questions. Yeah, so um, obviously Ando, good mate of the show, said if we had to pick a Mount Rushmore of footballers that we've seen, uh, oh, so obviously, seen. so obviously, okay. yeah, so Mount Rushmore, obviously, you know, there's four there. So obviously, we got yeah. a goal, one goalkeeper, one defender, oh. one midfielder, one striker. Okay, so one for each position. No, I haven't done it yet, so I don't even know who I'm going to say. But I'm going to both of us on the spot. Add that that we've seen play, obviously not live because not live, but you know, know we've we grown up, grown up watching. So we, we can't live, put Pele. We live in Sydney. Yeah, um, <laughs> we can't put like Dino's off. Or I'm going to start. I'm going to start from the front, making my way back. Is this right. the best we've seen, or the our our favourite players? It's your Mount Rushmore. It's it's your interpretation. Do you want your favourite players, or do you want the best players? I'm going to go my favourite players. Were they the best presidents, or were they just the most popular presidents? I don't know. I don't know American history. I don't know why they're on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go favorite because best won't necessarily reflect the players I enjoyed watching the most. Leon Best, indeed. He's, he's there. <laughs> all right, first one, Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, easily. He's yes. my striker. Okay, midfielder. Um, midfielder. Open to interpretation as well. I guess on what a midfielder is. Midfielder, I'm going to go with the little Juninho. Yeah, okay, I knew because you won't be able to see him. Yep. Up there, so it'd be hard. So, so he's uh, he's he's the pebble on the Mount Rushmore, is he? He's not a rock. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pick players that I really enjoy watching. Uh, Roberto Carlos, funny enough, would be my left back or my <laughs> defender. Um, and my goalkeeper is gonna be Shea Gibbon. Okay, I was gonna say he's gonna be all Brazilian Mount no, Rushmore. No. <laughs> I actually don't have a favorite Brazilian keeper. We went through an era of watch Tafarel, which is great. Then Dita was you know a little bit calamity. Dita Marcos. Um, Marcos won a World Cup. Julio um, Cesar. Allison and. Edison yeah. Dumour, who this is, uh, I remember fondly watching him live and, and you know, penalty saving during the World Cup. But I grew up watching Shea Given week in, week out. Yeah. Love the guy. Yeah. Um, so it's Shea Given, an Irishman at the back with three Brazilians in front of him. That's my, <laughs> yeah. that's my, that's my Rushmore. That's not bad. I, I like On it. Who I enjoyed watching the most and who yes. I had a fond memory to. So little Janinho, like, um, obviously being a you know, being Newcastle fan, but I took a huge liking to Janinho and especially him signing for Borough. So Borough be- almost became my second team. Um, so I could sit there, I could watch and enjoy, um, you know, this very diminutive 
um, you know, attacking midfield to just take the Premier League by storm. And he did well at Celtic. He did well at Barry again. He did well at Sydney. He did well at Atletico Madrid. Um, yeah, really, and Ronaldo speaks for himself. So does Roberto Carlos. Is he a director of football or something somewhere now? Or? I think he is, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. still in the game. So, um, so it's my strikers. I'm going to go Alan Shearer. Yeah, for my self explanatory. It's going to be Ronaldo Shearer. Yeah. Um, midfielder one is, if I'm going to go my favorite one to watch, I could it's, going to, this. it's going to be Matt Letizia. Yep. Uh, it's either Matt Letizia or Paul Gascoigne, but I'm going to go Letizia only because Gaza sort of peaked late, eight, late 80s, early 90s, and I wasn't fully watching it then, whereas Letizia was mid 90s, late 90s, yeah. which is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, defense is an interesting one for me. Um, you know, I was always a massive fan of Rio Ferdinand. Um, I just loved how elegant he was um, as a defender. Uh, Paolo Maldini as well is up there. Um, always fun to watch. But I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Rio Ferdinand. I think he was a complete yeah, nice. defender, complete defender. Um, and goalkeeper might shake him uh, as well. Yeah. I think it goes without saying. Just got nationality with an Irish goalkeeper. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Matt Letizia was from the Isle of Guernsey, French background, but English. So yeah. So yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're biased, obviously, anyway. So yeah, but I, it's who you. It's, I like that question because it's who you enjoy watching. Correct. If I was picking the best player, watching, you know, Zidane would be in the conversation. Yeah. Um, Ronaldinho. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Dino would be in the conversation. You know, Cafu, Danny Alves, we spoke about um, the other day. Maldini. Greatest fullback of all time, but not your favorite fullback of all time. No, exactly. So Roberto, it'd be close. It'd be a close second. Yeah. But I do Roberto Carlos for me. Left foot as well. I can I guess I kinda of lean towards that side. Um Giannino's kind of role. He's on the Brazilian he's on the Brazilian um coaching he's coaching staff. He's part of the technical director for Brazil. Oh nice. I knew he was in some sort of uh yeah. administrative role. Yeah, so he's on the sidelines. I, I notice his uh huge five foot six frame. Oh what um a absolute giant. Good. But the best thing was he went San Paulo, he went Middlesbrough, Atletico Madrid, back to Borough. Which is awesome. really cool. Really yeah. cool. Then only for a season. Um, he was only in Middlesbrough for he played oh, 90 games for Borough, um, but was yeah they'd probably build a statue of him. Well, it wouldn't be a big one. It wouldn't cost much. He only played 359 games in his career. That's pretty. It's pretty. It's not many. Yeah. yeah. And, and it stemmed from 1993 to 2008, 2010. 15 year career. It's only 15, 16 games a season. It's yeah. not much. It's like an A league season. Yeah, it's interesting. A couple of years he didn't play a game, so he might have been injured. But 50 cat, 49 cats for Brazil. Won yeah. the World Cup, won a cop, uh, won a Confederation Cup, didn't win a Cup America, and got a bronze at the Olympics. So he's got a World Cup. Yeah, it's uh, is that two thousand and two. Two thousand two, yeah. Yeah. And the other question I got came from uh, came from Leon. I mentioned him a few times. Um, Create a six aside team using only one footballer from each of these countries. Well, each of these countries. This is so I'm going to give you, yeah. So I'm going to put them in the chat for you, just so yeah, it's got them written that. down. So definitely putting me on the spot here. Well, it's putting me on the spot because I'm, mm. I haven't done it either. So it's past or present, but I'm going to be sticking with players I've seen. Yeah, players um, I've seen is a good shout. Yeah, so we've got England, just England, France, Brazil, Germany, okay. Spain, and Argentina. So those six aside team. Uh, choose whatever formation you want. I'm probably going to pick a goalkeeper. Um, well, you have to. Well, you can play a rush goalkeeper and just play six outfielders. Um, all right, so all right, let's go. Um, I'm so, going to go. We'll, should we go one for one? We'll go one for one. So yeah, we'll start. I'll go Kibber first. Um, yep. I'm going to go Neuer because I'm going to play six aside, and I like him to come out and play with the ball at his feet. Um, it was going to be very close to having Edison, but I'm going to go Manuel Neuer. <laughs> I was going to pick Neuer as well. Yeah. Uh, it was going to be either Neuer or Oliver Kahn because I wanted a German goalkeeper. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Neuer. Yeah, I want a German goalkeeper because I'm not having a German outfielder. Yeah, there's not really any German outfielders that I would particularly... They're all very... No one. I wouldn't. Yeah, not for six aside. Not for six no. aside, no. no. Uh, maybe Podolski. All right. Goalkeeper's gone. Germany's gone. Um, hold on. What, I'm going to play... I'm going to play 2-1-2. Yeah, I'm playing 2-1-2 as well. All right, sweet. There you go. Yeah, yeah, so. I love this. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, you go. You go. You pick your defender. Defender one. Defender one is going to be... Philip Lahm. I like his engine. I like hey, that he can no, play. You've choose just two German people. Oh shit! It is. Yeah. Yeah. Just making sure you were listening. Yeah. Um, Come on, mate. 
All right. Uh, let's go with Vicente Lizarazu. Ooh, okay. One of my favourite left-backs to watch. We've got to think for diminutive players. Uh, Janino, Lizarazu. Well, Lizarazu is a phenomenal player. Um, That's an interesting shout. Yeah, had a good engine. I know there's other French players out there, but I've got my eye on a couple of um, other players further forward. Defenders in six aside. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to Lizarazu. It's an interesting one. Probably not a common one, but I, I like Lizarazu. I'm going Zanetti. Okay. Because Messi doesn't get a start in my side. Yep. So I'm going to Zanetti from my defender one. Um, defender two, I'll go first. I'm going to go with Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos. Mm, I feel like if Zanetti pushes forward like he does, um, <laughs> Ramos can cover him. But also Ramos has a great knack for scoring goals and can take a penalty. He wouldn't be taking a penalty in your team, I'm assuming, though. We might. You might. Um, I'm going to go with... Danny Alves is my other defender. Ooh. I'm not playing traditional centre backs. I'm playing wing backs. Oh yeah, that's why I'm playing Zanetti. But then I've got kind of a little bit of cover. I don't think I don't want Ram- Ramos to go past halfway. No. So, but I mean, we've got Noya to tidy up anyway. He's a sweeper keeper. Well, that's all. I'll, I'll always have two at the back. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy with that. All right. Um, midfield one one midfielder. Am I going first? You can go first. I'll go Matt Letizia. If I said he's my favourite, then I kind of have to pick him. Um, okay. I'm going to go six aside. And because it's six aside, I'm going to go with Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho, nice. He's, yep. going, to be my, he's going to be my midfielder. Okay. I've got to remember what nationalities I need. So I need Argentina. I need England and France. I need... Uh, Argentina and Spain. Argentina and Spain. Okay. Uh, I'll go Messi. Yep, fair. Self-explanatory. Um, one striker there. Yep, one striker there. Your turn. Um, I'm going to go with Mbappe. Not bad. He's all right. Yeah. He goes okay, I suppose. Um, and it was, I might... a, it was a Dana Mbappe, but Dinho gets the start in the six-a-side time. Six-a-side side. I'm could, have gonna... Terry, could have been Terry. Terry. I was going to say, it could have been Terry Henry. Uh, Terry Henry would have been... I think Mbappe is going to be one of the all-time greats. Oof. Big shout. What's a bigger shout? Brent... You know, Brentford are declining and Mbappe's Thiago Almada, greatest player in the world in a few years' time. Mm, yeah, I think that might get a little bit slower than we thought. <laughs> yeah, it might, it might go a bit slower. Um, and the other Spaniard, I'm going to go with um, Fernando Torres. Oh, interesting. Peak Torres. It was almost unplayable. Mm. Um, Torres at Atletico and Liverpool. Uh, I like that. I just need to finish up. And he's good in the air as well. Um, it's quick. Uh, strong, like if you look at him now, he's actually jacked. Yeah, Pete Torres is good. I'm sorry, Pete Torres. I'm actually going. I was close to going with Alan Shearer because I like the idea of him bullying people up top and laying it off for Dino and um, um, and Mbappe. But I'm going to go with Pete Owen. Pete Owen. Yeah, I'm interesting. Go with Liverpool Pete Owen, just quick two two quick guys up top. Yep. Dino just in behind Zanetti helping out and. Um, so Dino probably pulling off the left, Zanetti flying up the right, and then Ramos holding that midfield. Um, yeah, so I go by two little, uh, two little quick strikers up top. Pretty interesting, though. Like our teams are completely different, really. Yeah, aside like from, um, aside from what Neuer was the only one that we agreed on. And we'll put on the spot as well. So like, yeah, I, mean, I literally had no yeah. preparation, um, which 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 I prefer. Um, we should do another six. We should do another one like next that, week. There's, there's quite a few ways I, I could go there. Like the, you know, there's potential for Zalan to drop back in midfield, um, to have an English defender. Um, yeah, Rio Ferdinand would be perfect yeah, in six aside. Yeah, David James in goal potentially. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and then, <laughs> you know, just to get rid of an Englishman. Yeah, David and, James um, is actually a really good keeper. He just made a couple of mistakes. Yeah. So later on in his career, though, he got his name calamity. But yeah, you know, up, up top, you, you can't go wrong with. A Messi, you can't go wrong with a Ronaldo. You can't go wrong with, um, you know, Rivaldo or you know, Neymar. Even at six or so, I didn't even cross my thought, cross my mind. Even Wayne Rooney as well. Oh, I thought about Rooney as well, but like someone like Neymar is probably the perfect six or so player. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's do another. One. We'll do another yeah. one next week. Yeah, absolutely. We'll choose six different countries. Yeah, different next positions week. too. Six yeah, different we'll countries would be good. I like that. Six different countries because obviously there's still Portugal, I guess Belgium, um, Ho- Holland, Australia. Um, yeah, there's a few Chile, Kuwait, oh. 
Yeah, Q8, absolutely. And Lebanon, Buddy Farrer has to be in there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Keep, keep right. the questions coming. As we... Yeah, we love the questions. Bring them in. Um, tweet us, Instagram us, whatever you like. Speaking about that, on the penalty spot on Instagram and on the pen spot on Twitter. Um, and at the same time, um, jump on Apple and give us a review. Spotify, give us a review as well. Um, we love doing this. And ideally, we'd want to quit other jobs and continue to do so. That would be nice. It would be nice to do this full time. Be epic. Um, what's your plans for the rest of the week, mate? Uh, wedding prep. Wedding prep. Yeah, nice. Yeah, only what three and a bit weeks to go. Um, awesome. Is everyone turning up? That's or they do not know that um, Luke's getting married. Yeah, uh, everyone's turned up. Um, maybe we've got sixty, maybe sixty on the nose. So that's, that's a nice, awesome. small-ish like wedding. That. Nice and intimate. Yeah. Maybe. Can I bring my headset and my microphone for the speech? I'd be disappointed if you didn't. And, and I expect you to put the phone up and some sort of commentary um, oh, yeah. as the introduction. Yeah. Hacho yeah. in Martin yeah. Tyler voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's pretty much I And on Saturday, I've got another wrestling show uh, in Sydney yeah, this awesome. time, which is good. That's nice. Yeah, so I think we're expecting about 300 people. That's um, cool. So it's huge. It's the biggest show I've done. So nice. yeah, it should be fun. And then Sunday, I'm just going to. Because after the wrestling, I come home and watch our game straight away at 11.30. What about yourself? What are you up to? Uh, Mate, not a lot. Just family time, bit of work. Um, That's about it, really. Um, Yeah, nothing too much. Spending a bit of quality time with the missus. And um, yeah, that's it. And just get ready for the next week. CrossFit Open starts next Friday. So get ready and and keep training, keep building up for that. And yeah, fly into that. Be good. You're in the seniors group now? Yeah, maybe seniors for a while. Yeah, I thought so. The adaptive seniors group. Yeah. Uh, get a little pensioners card got or something. My, got, my, got my nebulizer right next to me here. I don't even know what that is. I'm not that old, mate. Well, you might need one of these one day, mate. This Probably is- will. What is it? Oh, yeah, I'll need that for sure. I was I walked up a hill and need fucking passed out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll bring you to the wedding. Please do. Sweet. All right, mate. You have a lovely day. Um, enjoy, guys, and keep those questions coming, please. Please. Chat soon. Peace out.